the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emily Moss. That's right. If you're listening, you are on the Bible Talk program. Brought to you during the week, Monday through Friday, and glad to be with you, uh, and glad to take you on this journey as we are going through the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. That's right. <laughs> but remember, on the way, we're going to be talking about a lot, a lot of topics, a lot of different topics, because at the same time, as we deal with Genesis, we're going to be looking at systematic theology as a whole, which throws light on various passages uh, throughout the book. So should be very interesting, especially today. I've got a feeling that I may make somebody, uh, let's say one group of people, very, very angry today. All right? And uh, the groups I'm talking about are the men or the women. Boy, do I have a question for you. Okay? But uh, it's going to be a little off before we get to it. But uh, we'll be on top of it today. So get ready, men. Get ready, women. As we look at Genesis and in Chapter 3. And remember that number to call. Area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. With any question you have about the Bible, about the text of Scripture. Now, remember, some questions are very difficult. And I might not be able to answer them on the program today, but if you give me something uh, that I, I can't answer, I'll tell you what, the next day or so I'll have it for you. So this is the program for you if you want to deal with any aspect of the Bible, apologetics, and Christian living. And by the way, apologetics, remember our apologetics boot camp on Saturday, October 30th. That's right, Saturday, October 30th. This is the day okay, before Halloween, okay? the day before Halloween. And uh, we don't celebrate Halloween at all. Uh, it's strictly biblical. We do have spiritual warfare conferences there. But this time, okay, we're not going to have uh, anything on the 31st. But on October 30th at uh, uh, 10 o'clock, 
strictly biblical Bible teaching ministries, 10709 Grand River. We're going to be dealing with apologetics, apologetic boot camp, defending uh, folks, uh, Christians, so that they can defend the faith as they deal with the cult and the kingdom of the occult. And so, uh, very appropriate time on this October 30th for us to deal with defending the Bible against the devil. Defending the Bible against the devil. You want to come, be a part of this, so you can learn uh, the way that the devil is trying to attack us and what we can do biblically biblically to stop him. All right. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go into Genesis. And uh, here we're at chapter uh, 2, closing out chapter 2 about to launch into chapter 3, and that's where it gets very, very interesting. Notice at verse 23, in Genesis chapter 2, verse 23, And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. So always, I always think that the first person to give birth, okay, one woman, is a man. Right? <laughs> the man giving birth to the woman that became his wife. Amazing, amazing. Now all the births come through women. All right. Man participates, but hey, it comes through women. Here in verse 23, again, Genesis uh, chapter 2, verse 23, And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Right? Then verse 24, Therefore shall a man leave his father. Now, this is talking about marriage, okay? and the only kind of marriage that is recognized in the Bible. Okay? Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Okay? That's what marriage is, a relationship between a man and a woman. That's what it is. That's what it has always been. Now, someone may talk about polygamy. They're, we're going to deal with that. Not today, but we will be dealing with the subject of polygamy. You'll find it's something that God did wink at or allow in the Old Testament. But we can see from the very, very beginning, God never wanted polygamy to take place. But that's something we'll deal with later, so hold your horses to that. But I will be able to demonstrate to you from the text that God intended for the marriage relationship between, between, uh, to be between a man and a woman. That's right. Very clear in the text. Uh, we'll talk about how what happened in the Old Testament and how God got us back to that hard and fast standard that he started at the very beginning. All right, but here in Genesis 2:24, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Now, the serpent was more subtle, chapter 3. The serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, God had already told him, okay, about the tree, you know, don't deal, uh, don't deal with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, okay? Stay away from the, you know, stay away from the tree, okay? That's what he told him. Therefore, he says, uh, shall a man, i read that again, verse 24, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife, they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, okay? Now, here, when you say the serpent, now understand, this serpent at this point 
is being used by the devil. Okay? Being used by the devil. Clear here. In fact, this is where uh, uh, the devil kind of gets his title from, is the serpent. Okay? Find that in Revelation chapter 12, which we'll get to, but, and they call the dragon, all right? Uh, because this is, in other words, we have we believe that this serpent was being used, if not possessed, by the devil himself. Okay? It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said. What? A talking serpent? Well, some have laughed at that. Some in Islam have, because they uh, kind of uh, said that the Bible could not be true because of the fact that it has a talking serpent in it. Okay? However, uh, the, uh, that's kind of hypocritical in a way, because in the Quran it talks about talking ants. Okay, and I, and I, when we get to Islam, I'll read that to you from the Quran. Okay? Uh, we never said that a serpent could talk. However, we know that uh, definitely uh, supernatural things can happen, uh, things that God allowed, and so in this case, this was allowed. And then another theologian, even more, uh, 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 more thoughtful than that, said, well, there is an animal that can talk. All of you know it, all of you have seen it, all of you have experienced it, okay? Uh, par parakeets, uh, uh, yeah, they are talking birds, right? A parakeet can literally talk, yeah. In fact, one guy uh, was, was convicted of murder because he said something while he was murdering someone, and the parrot repeated it, okay? Word for word, it's true, it's true, okay? So, definitely, it's not that animals can talk, but... Definitely, uh, uh, animals that are possessed uh, by the devil and being used by him uh, could do some marvelous things. So that's what we see here. Okay? Notice, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, okay? which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now here, first of all, mistake number one. Okay? Don't talk to the devil. It doesn't get you anywhere. Okay? And this is what we see her doing, talking to the devil. Now, the question comes up as we start this, right? Where was Adam? Where was Adam when this takes place? Uh, it doesn't look like he was around. I'm here to tell you, many believe, and I believe this too, that Adam was there watching the whole thing. I do believe it. I do believe it. Okay? Don't have absolute proof of it, but I think that that's the case. Notice here, verse 3, where? But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. Now, watch what happens to Eve. She's about to mess up big time right here. Big time. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, you shall not eat of it. Okay? Okay, and that's what God said. God said, do not partake of that tree. Don't eat it. Okay? okay? And so, that you should not eat of it. But then all of a sudden, she said something else. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Okay? God had said, you shall not eat of it. Okay? That's true. But God did not say that you couldn't touch it. Now, some of you may think I'm making a big deal out of this, but I think not. I agree with the theologians who say that uh, what this shows okay, is that uh, she added to the Word of God. 
And it's always bad when we do that. Now, that is forbidden in a number of places, right? We find over in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 to 6. You've got your Bibles, and you need to have them when you're on the Bible Talk program. Proverbs 35 to 6, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Then verse 6, Proverbs 30 and 6, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Okay? So God didn't say, don't touch it. He did say, okay, don't eat of it. Okay? Don't eat of it. Now, now maybe definitely it's a good idea uh, not to touch it also, but recognize that God did not even go there. Uh, and all through the Bible we see this same thing, where the Bible, uh, you do not add to, nor do you take away from the Word of God. That is something very clear uh, in the Bible. We see it in Proverbs 35 to 6. We see it in Deuteronomy 4, 1 to 4, right? Where the same thing is said, do not add to or take away from the Word of God. And needless to say, in the book of Revelation, okay, we find the same kind of purpose. Do not add to the Word of God in any way. Uh, and um, so that is what happened there. And the, the thing that, about that, which is so interesting, that we need to contemplate is this, that the kingdom of the cults, the kingdom that produces false doctrine, that is their calling card. They always add to or take away from the word of God. That is exactly what they do. Okay? That is how they deceive. That is how they uh, uh, cause people to lose their way when it comes down to believing in the orthodox doctrines of the faith. And adding to the word of God or taking away from it is condemned uh, throughout the Bible, okay? Uh, in what we looked at in Proverbs 30 and 6, Deuteronomy 4, and also in Revelation chapter 22, verse 18, where it says, For I testify, John writes in the book of Revelation chapter 22, 18, For I testify unto every man that hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto the things, uh, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Okay? So we should not add to or take away from the word of God. Okay? Now, second point is this. When she said, neither touch it, God said don't eat it. But she said, neither shall we touch it, okay? Um, that means that in her mind, possibly, possibly, that she was thinking about that tree a lot, thinking about it so much till she just was tempted by it already. That is why she wanted to touch it, okay? And, and so, therefore, already the temptation was there, okay? The temptation was there. Um, the good, it would have been better for her not to pay attention to it at all. Okay? So that shows already that it looks like that she was on the brink of, uh, on the brink of violating the commandment that God had given her. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Okay? To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have about the Bible or about this passage, you can call as I continue to look at this. And uh, it's fascinating what un uh, is unfolding here in the text, right in the book of Genesis. Yeah? And so right after that was said, right after she said, she did say, God told us not to eat it. Okay? 
She should have started moving back away from it, I think, right then. And people want to ask, where was Adam? Friends, I think he was there watching the whole thing. But let's go on. And the serpent said unto the woman, here in Genesis 3 and, and uh, 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. What? That's what the serpent said? You shall not surely die? Wow. He just exercised the same kind of blasphemy that got him kicked out of heaven. The devil did through the serpent, okay? Because he's literally calling God a liar. He called God a lie. Wow. Now, understand, that is what people do when they go against the Bible. Because it's God's word. The same thing happens today in false ministries by false teachers when they say that the Bible is not telling you what the Bible is telling you. Be aware. Notice that the devil launches this uh, plan right off the bat. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods. My goodness, okay? okay. Uh, what is this? This is the same sin that Lucifer got kicked out of heaven for, which was saying that he wanted to be like God, okay? And he got kicked out along with the demons who supported him, okay? So we can see here that all the devil is doing, first of all, it lets us know something, that is that heresy, heresy began in heaven. Then it came to earth. Fascinating. Okay? It began there. Okay? And as bad as this looks, it's all a part of God's plan of allowing man his freedom to either love him or turn away from him, right? But he says, you should, he says God is lying to you. Okay? You shall be as God's knowing good and evil. So what do we find out? All the kingdom of the cults, many of them, most of them, have some kind of God-making doctrine. That's what we're exploring in our apologetics class. Oh, yeah, okay. Christian science, uh, you can be like Christ. Okay? Unity School of Christianity, you can be like Christ. Scientology, you were a Thetan, you were a God who came to earth. All of this okay, starts right here in Genesis chapter 3. Idolatry, everything is here. Okay? Uh, and we see who brought that temptation to us was the devil. Right? You shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now, then verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, here we go, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took up the fruit thereof and did eat, and then what did she do? Did she say, hey, Adam, Adam, where are you? I need to talk to you. She didn't say that. She didn't say, well, let me run and share some of this with Adam. She didn't say that. Here's what happens. Notice verse 6. Genesis 3 and 6. And then the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. It didn't say anything that she had to call him or anything. I believe that Adam was watching the whole thing and didn't do a doggone thing. Wow. Okay. Didn't say she had to find him. That is phenomenal. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Tell 
to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any questions you have about the Word of God, you can uh, be glad to talk to you. And uh, we're going to go to Holly, Michigan right now. Who, who's on the air? Gary? How you doing, Gary? Yeah, I hope you're doing good. Uh, I've been missing your friend, um, Miss Minister Smith. Uh, you've been replaying him, or uh, have you, are, you, are you still going to have him on Thursdays? Yeah, he's on every Thursday. He was on last. He was it on like he had a, the last week. Sound like he had a replay, but I don't know if it was. But uh, it questions I no, asked no, you it, to ask. It wasn't him. a replay. It wasn't a replay. Last Thursday, yeah, one we did, but this recent Thursday, he was on with me. Yeah, did did. Did uh, Minister Smith, did he used to live in Detroit? Do you have a Bible question? Yeah, I have a Bible question. What I'm saying is, uh, did, did he know Pastor Bogle, the minister he used to have? I think he could have heard teaching? of I think he could have heard of minister, Did he well, know your, him? What, yeah, but what is your oh, question? Well, my question is, uh, well, number one, you brought out the scripture there that Minister Smith said uh, in the last chapter, if you add to the Word of God, then uh, you can be taken out of the book of life. So uh -huh. how is it that people can be taken out of the book of life is if in their life they got born again and they got sealed and they got the Holy Ghost, how how can it be taken out of the book of life? How, can you explain that? Well, those persons won't be doing that. that. That's why the persons who are born again and saved won't be adding to or taking away from the Word of God. Yeah. So no, but the last chapter says... That a person can that can be in the church and live for the Lord, even get the Holy Ghost, and then can be taken out of the Book of Life because he doesn't he's not doesn't continue in the faith and he's not faithful. He starts living for God. So a person has a personal choice, like Adam and Eve had personal choice, and God knew they were going to fail because God had a bigger plan. He knew mankind was going to fail, and he had a plan where he's going to be able to live in mankind in the second plan in the new covenant, right? Oh, well. Well, that's, that's for sure. The all that was a, better than the old covenant. Yeah, all that was a part of God's plan, no doubt about it. So, so me and so you're on the same everything. page. You and I are on the same page there. So thank you, Gary. i yeah, got to move on. Thank you. We're on the same page there, my friend. Yep, it was all a okay. part of God's plan. definitely was. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Number to call, thank area you. code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Amy Mark. You can call just like Gary did. Going to take a break. We'll be right back. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID, 1282301, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 
800-931-6651. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen-size premium, go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code RUNTOWIN. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dreams bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. Six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To come to air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now I was told before to tell you callers that when you call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to push one to make sure you'd be able to get on and uh, uh, be on the program with me. I think that applies for today as well. And we are waiting for your calls. If you have a comment that you would like to make, then uh, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. You're going to Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. All right. So we're looking here. Uh, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Wow. Okay. So they went to hide. And the Lord God called unto Adam okay, and said unto him, Where art thou? Now, you know, you know, God knew exactly where they were. Okay, he knew exactly where they were. Um, so, and back in the atheist wanted to use this word. See, here's something that God didn't know. No, God knew where they were. He was asking a rhetorical question. He wanted them to look at themselves and to ask themselves, why now do they have to hide from him? Point number one, what sin do 
It causes you to hide. That's one thing that sin does in the life of people. It causes them to hide from God, hide from the truth. That's exactly what we see here. It's almost like a psychological study, right? It's amazing. Okay? We're here. They, would, would, they were walking with God. Now they're hiding from the presence of God amongst the trees of the garden. Okay? Then verse 9. And look at how the Lord deals with them here. The Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? You know God knew exactly where they were, right? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden. That's what Adam said. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Uh, the pleasures draw people into sin, okay? But what keeps them from coming to God is hiding, not admitting, not wanting to admit and confess the depth of the sins that they're in. This is the same things that causes people to keep their psychological problems. Uh, because until you can identify what is wrong in your life, you're not going to change your life. Did you hear me? Until you recognize what is wrong, a lot of people are in denial. Okay? And denial can stop you from improving okay? and giving yourselves and turning yourselves over to God so he can do the work that he needs to do. All right. So they're hiding from him. Okay? Sin causes people to hide from God, not come to church, all, not read their Bibles, all kinds of things. Verse 11, and he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, look at this, look at this. <laughs> Guys, we still try today, but it don't work. It does not work. Okay? Which says in Genesis 3 and 12, and the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. So in other words, the woman made me do it. <laughs> Here, listen. You cannot blame anybody else for what you do. You can't. Okay? It was tried by Adam. It didn't work. Okay? You have to own up to the life you're living and what you're doing. Okay? Uh, and just as Adam and Eve had this uh, this conversation face-to-face -face with God, so will all of you. So remember, it doesn't end here, friends. We need to get our lives in order because you're going to be facing God and could be sooner than we think. Okay. Notice, and the man said to verse 12, and the man said, the woman, yeah, whom God gave us to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Yeah, well, remember, you can say the serpent beguiled you, but uh, you can only get tricked if you want to, okay? <laughs> if you want to get tricked, okay? And so here are the excuses. But you can see that actually there is no excuse for your sin. None. No excuse for it, okay? And definitely God is showing us here uh, uh, what sin does to us uh, and uh, how we try to cover it, uh, but, it's, but it's got to be exposed and then dealt with by Jesus Christ in order for us to be accepted into beloved, into the beloved, yeah, accepted with God. Verse 14, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, okay, so he went to the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his 
heal. And the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Wow. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake, in sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days of thy life. Okay. And then that's not all. Verse 19. Okay. I'm sorry, verse, yeah, verse 19. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Okay? Okay? And Adam also, and to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. We have to stop right here. So much there to look at. First of all, we see the curse that followed sin, right? And by the way, this was uh, the, the sin uh, that is with the world. The beginning of the reign of sin in the life of human beings starts here with Adam and Eve because they are our great, 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 you know, <laughs> grandpa and grandma in that sense. Okay? So the whole earth is cursed because of it. And that curse will be lifted, already lifted actually, just not actualized by Jesus Christ. Horrific, horrific. And he said, two questions uh, I have. One of them I might say, but there's two things to think about here, right, before we go on, where, uh, uh, in terms of what's happening. Look at this verse, verse 22, in Genesis 3:22, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now does he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Now, here is the mystery to me, okay? God did not say that they could not eat of the tree of life. He didn't. Okay? It was there. Okay? So is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay? Why did they choose the tree of the knowledge of good and evil over the tree of life? <laughs> wow. That's a question. Okay? But I've got a rougher question than that. One that hopefully can get you thinking. I want to know. Who was more responsible for the fall, okay, the fall into sin here? Was Eve more responsible or was Adam more responsible? Who's the one who was more responsible for the fall of man that we see in Genesis chapter 3? Boy, that would be a good conversation to have in your Sunday school if you're teaching Genesis. What do you think about it? Okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. My question on the table is this. Who is more responsible? Who is more responsible for sin in this case, in Genesis? Was it Adam's fault? Was it Eve's fault? Were they both co-responsible for it? What do you think? Who was more to blame for the fall of Adam and Eve, which brought all of mankind, into the situation that we're in now. If you think you know and would like to discuss it, then just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. That number once again, area code 866 
323-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Make sure you push 1, and you can uh, tell me what you think. Okay? Was Adam more responsible, or was Eve more responsible? Okay? Uh, what, what brings you to the conclusion that you have about that? Okay? Definitely we'll be uh, looking at this and going into scriptures to demonstrate it. But uh, here we see the fall of man. And not only that, uh, a possible contradiction is here, right? Because Jesus, God said that in the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die. But as we look at the Bible, we find out that, uh, uh, that they really didn't die. They didn't die the day they ate of the fruit. No. No, they, they didn't. Um, uh, as we look, in fact, all you have to do is look at the uh, uh, genealogy that's in Genesis chapter 5, right? Where it talks about them. Verse 3, Genesis 5, 3, And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. Wait a minute. Okay? And you're going to have uh, people, when you teach this in your Sunday school class, who are going to tell you, uh, a student's going to raise his hand or her hand and say, I thought that the day they ate of the fruit, they were going to die. What's this about Adam living Okay. And he lived a lot longer than this, by the way. He was about 950 years he lived, but lived 130 years. Why didn't he die, uh, like God said, the, the day or the moment he ate of the fruit? How would you answer that? Okay. If you have an answer, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I'm wondering, what do you sisters think? Who was more responsible for the fall, for mankind falling into sin? Uh, let us know. Who do you think it was? Was Adam more responsible or was Eve more responsible? Okay. Who is the culprit behind that? What do you think? And what does the Bible mean when it says, the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die? But they didn't die on that particular day. You bet. That's a question that you will get in your Sunday school class. How will you answer it? If you think there's an answer for it, yeah, give us a call at area code 866-423-9000. Uh, we're going to go to Lucinda in Detroit. How are you doing, Lucinda? I am doing great. How are you? Really good, really good. Lucinda, if you call in, then I know that you think you have an answer to our question. Well, um, if I had to answer that, I would say both. But it sounds like to me that the Lord was more angry with the serpent. And here's what I'm, I'm thinking, because he went to the woman, which, uh, of course, would be considered the weaker vessel. And it's as if the Lord was angry because he knew better than to do that. And it seems like uh, the serpent was treated worse than uh, the Lord punished Adam and Eve. That's just my thought. I'll let you respond to that. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? Uh, I, I can see what you're saying. Uh, and uh, it is very insightful. We know that, of course, uh, the uh, serpent uh, also, you know, was judged because of it. But, but basically, I think that was kind of symbolical because we know that it had to be Satan who was using the serpent. And animals in and of themselves are not evil. Was the kind of judgment 
that is going to be visited on uh, a Satan. So, uh, so you're right, clearly there, and, uh, became a symbol of God's displeasure with what um, uh, the, the serpent did, even though the serpent was being used by the devil to do so. Okay. But what about this? Let me let me you, you help me with this verse. First Timothy, okay. uh, chapter two, verse twelve, which says, "Lucinda, but I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence." Then verse thirteen, for Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in transgression. Lucinda. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What the question is, what do I think about that? Well, in terms of who was more responsible for what happened, was it Adam or was it Eve? Uh, because it says here in verse 14, okay, uh, uh, you know, First Timothy 2 and 14, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in transgression. Well, based on the scripture, the woman. Oh, so, oh, boy, good now. Uh, oh, all you ladies hear that now. Y'all heard? <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't say it. Don't get yes, mad at yes. That's Lucinda. But she does go to strictly biblical about teaching <laughs> But that's what she said. said that to her, it looks like there. It, it, you know, hey, yeah, it, it was a woman. Now, the only way any of you can, check, uh, can, can challenge her is by showing me a scripture that leads us in another direction. Any other, any other question you want to ask, Lucinda? No, that was it. That was it. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, well, thank you for calling and call any time. All righty. All right, there you go. That's what Lucinda says. She says it was Adam, and she takes it from uh, Eve. I'm sorry. She said it was uh, Eve, and takes that from First Timothy chapter 2, okay, where it says, verse 14, And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in transgression. Ah, okay. Sisters, are y'all out there? Do y'all hear this? Okay. So far, it looks like that Eve is the one who is, you know, is foremost to be blamed here. What do you think about that? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Chris McCourtney, team leader at Salem, Detroit, and Salem Surround, the fastest-growing digital ad agency in southeastern Michigan for sure. We've leveraged our long history here in Detroit and need great people with big goals and big ideas to help our partners get to their goals for 2021. Call or text me at 248-765-4388, and let's connect. We'll talk about excellence in executing for our multimillion-dollar clients and our SMBs, too. We're looking for leaders who want to grow with a fast-paced company. Selling experience is preferred but not required. Leadership and a hunger to be the best, that's not optional. We've got a solid, successful team, and we're looking to get even better. Is that you? Call or text me at 248-765-4388. That's 248-765-4388. Salem Surround is an equal opportunity employer. You know, everyone in the world is either spiritually blind, unable to see the difference between right and wrong, truth and error, wisdom and foolishness, or Christ has given them clear spiritual vision. So which one describes you? Think about that and then join John MacArthur as he helps you deal with spiritual blindness on the next Grace to You.
Did you know that we're living in the last days of Earth history? Millions are suffering and dying daily, and tomorrow is not promised. The Motor City Coalition of Seventh-day Adventist Churches invites you to join us for a special 10-week Bible study program on end-time events entitled Countdown to Eternity. This weekly program will air each Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. beginning September 5th through November 7th on the radio station's 92.7 FM and 1500 a.m. WLQV. So where are you, men of courage? Where are you, fathers who fear the Lord? It's been 10 years since the Kendrick Brothers movie Courageous topped the box office. Now comes an updated version, Courageous Legacy, with added scenes and a new look and sound. Enter the Courageous Legacy Casting Crowns Getaway for your chance to see Casting Crowns in Dallas, December 17. Includes airfare and hotel for two, concert tickets, plus a complete Kendrick Brothers movie catalog. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to enter the Casting Crowns Getaway now through October 15th. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, push one after that, and you'll be on the program dealing with the question, uh, as we're in the book of Genesis, who was more to blame uh, for the fall of man, was it Adam or was it Eve? And we had a sister call in who said, after she looked at a passage here, she said, well, I think it was Eve. All right, well... Let's look more at this and see, okay? She could be right. However, what do we do with Romans chapter 5? Romans chapter 5 and verse 12, where it says this. Here's Paul writing about the fall of man. And he says this in Romans 5 and 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world. And death by sin. So death passed upon all men, for that all have sin. Then it says, so notice here, uh, one man seems like the focus there, uh, even though both of them sin, but man is named rather than Eve. Uh, For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. All right, we've got a caller. We're going to go to uh, Chesterfield, uh, Rochester. Oh, Rochester, I'm sorry. Go to Rochester. Who's on the line with me? This is Ken. Okay, how you doing, buddy? Okay. I'm well. How are you, sir? Great, great. Good. Absolutely love your show. I love that it challenges me to uh, dig in more um, after I listen to you. So thank you very much for that. Um, Thank you for I am going to take a stab at this, and this is something that I've always wrestled with, so I'm glad that this is the subject. But in 1 Corinthians, it says, But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, 
by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For Adam. as in Adam all die. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I would say Adam. Well, I tell you what, yeah, that, that's strong uh, proof uh, focusing on Adam. Not that they did not both sin, but in terms of more responsible, you're right. Uh, and that sounds just like, um, uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, uh, nobody can really uh, uh, prove you wrong on this biblically, because over in uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 14, it says, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Okay? Notice it doesn't say anything about Eve here. It says Adam to Moses, Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgressions, who is the figure of him that was to come. Two times. In uh, uh, this passage, from Romans 5, 12 to 14, it mentions Adam. Now, that doesn't mean that Eve did not uh, sin along with him. But definitely, uh, brother, you've got some evidence uh, saying that it looks like the person where most of the blame seems to go to is to uh, to Adam. Why didn't he say something? Why didn't he stop it? Okay, Wow. Thank you. So, Pastor Moss, quick question. Yeah, thank uh, thank you. Um, Quick question, though. Would this also uh, lend in the timing that when Christ made the uh, the male, the, the spiritual leader of the house, would Adam have still fallen into at this time that same um, um, direction, if you will, biblical direction? Well, what do you mean? Well, I, okay, so today, if I understand it correctly, that the husband is the spiritual leader of the household, would this have fallen in place then? Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. That's what it's supposed to be. So would that have been the same for Adam and Eve as well, even though they were still in the garden? Right. That Adam was the one who was supposed to be in charge? Yes, in charge, leader, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. To not blame her, but to say no. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that he was, uh, and, and that's the position, right? He was the first one who was created. And uh, the woman comes from him. So he was the one in uh, authority. Now, she shared leadership with him, but definitely it seems to, you know, the, the husband is the head of the family. Yeah. Yep, I, I, All right, well, I thank you so much. Oh, yeah, I thank you for that, your comment. Very insightful. And he took us to a great place to go in the text. Oh, okay. Number who is that? All right. Uh, uh, our Detroit caller, are you with us? Yes, I'm, I'm here. Okay, what's on your mind? No, I was, uh, that was funny um, that I, when I called, it was before you brought up the Romans 5 uh, reference. Okay. And so uh, I, I would just like to uh, just feed uh, feed off of that in, in uh, regards to, yes, I, I believe that according to what the scriptures uh, say is that Adam uh, was the one that was at fault, even though Eve, you know, was the one originally deceived. But, you know, because the, there's a reference also that, you know, it said Christ is the second Adam. And so uh, just to agree in agreement with what you just said uh, in regards to that, uh, yeah, so that's a, that's all I had. Uh, you brought up the reference that I was going to uh, originally bring up. Now, I'll tell you what, I think that your reasoning and your logic and your use of Scripture is great. Yeah, because uh, what you said, I mean, it, 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 a lot of biblical verses head directly towards that. 
and especially when we see that um, uh, that uh, Adam is called the uh, you know the, he's a uh, uh, similar to, he's taking Christ's place right he is the one who sinned and Christ right. is second Adam Christ is compared to him uh, so therefore he Absolutely. took away the sin that no doubt uh, the more person more responsible for bringing it on mankind was uh, Adam even though he sinned right along with him yeah good point. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think it gets like it, it, it's so clear that is you know Adam was the one that that brought sin into the world because like how you reference you know from the scriptures that through one man sin entered the world you know uh-huh. and so uh, I mean that's I, it, it don't get no plainer than that so uh, <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate your your uh, your your boldness to the scripture and I just want to just encourage you and to keep keep it on and to pray that God continues to use your ministry. Appreciate it. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, we at Strictly Biblical uh, appreciate every prayer uh, that's given to help our ministry continue to uh, uh, to be of service. So God bless you. Thank you very much for your for your your call, sir. All right. Uh, next, we don't have much time, but here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Now, it's going to make guys angry. I'm going to have to disguise my face, change my cup. People are going to try to... <laughs> the brothers, some brothers, are not going to like this. Okay, But I think also... Now, understand, both of them sinned. Okay? And so, yeah, both of them bear responsibility. But uh, unfortunately here, Adam's name comes up a lot. First one created, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then we get some interesting stuff, a passage you might not have paid a lot of attention to, but we're going to pay attention to it today, over in Job chapter 31. Chapter 31. Listen to this, Job 31. Look at what it says, okay? Chapter 31 and at verse 33. Job chapter 31, verse 33. Job is talking, okay? And he knew of, uh, he knew of the account of Adam and Eve as well. And he said, uh, and he's, he's talking to God, because, you know, he, uh, he was, Job was going through all these things that God brought him through just to bring out his faith. Uh, and Job didn't know what was going on. He thought maybe he'd messed up or something. It says in verse 33, if I covered my transgressions as Adam, okay, didn't say anything about Eve. If I covered my transgressions as Adam by hiding my iniquity in my bosom, he said, okay. So once again, we see here that the focus Two winds up being on Adam. Okay, definitely we know that Eve was uh, 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 fell into sin as well. She was tempted. Okay, she was the one who was deceived. But at the same time, the leader, okay, Adam, uh, why did he take of the forbidden fruit? Okay, he sinned just as she did. Okay, both of them evidently um, looking for the same thing, falling for the same sin that Lucifer fell into in heaven. Now, our time is up. We had a wonderful uh, 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 discussion today. I appreciate all of you who called in. We're continuing with our discussion uh, through the Bible. Now, remember, two questions haven't been answered yet. One is, when he said, the day that you eat of the fruit thereof, you shall surely die. Well, guess what? They didn't die. That will look like a contradiction to many people in your class. How can you explain how can you explain that God said the day you eat of this fruit, you're going to die, and they did not die? Adam lived for some 950 years. It's time to go to the Bible and deal with this seeming contradiction. Okay, so we'll be doing that on the next uh, program, definitely for sure. And 
I know that you're going to be fascinated when you find out the spin that the Mormons put on what happened in the Garden of Eden. In fact, they are going to say, the Mormons say, that the fall of man was a good thing. Yes, that man falling into sin was a good thing. That's what they say. Do you know why? Well, you're going to find out next time on the Bible Talk program when we deal with our journey through the Bible. Uh, remember to send donations to keep us going to 05877-05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, and you certainly do not want to miss our apologetics conference on October uh, 30th. You want to be there. You will enjoy it very much. You will get material every time you come uh, to help you to better be able to handle the Word of God. We appreciate all of you for being with us. Uh, I know that I don't have uh, a lot of time. How much do I have, Luke? Uh, yeah. God bless everybody. And uh, keep reading your Bibles. Uh, see if you can come up with answers for the next program that we have. Uh, because definitely you'll need to. We are going through the Bible. Let your neighbors know. Let all Sunday school teachers that you know know about this. Because okay? definitely it's something that is uh, uh, very needed to uh, be able to handle the Bible, deal with whatever questions that come uh, about. And that's what our attempt is here. Uh, we love our pastors, don't we? Well, here's how you can show them undeniably that you do when you enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. Enter for your pastor's chance to win a seven-day getaway for two to the Cove in North Carolina. Includes airfare, meals, a $500 Visa gift card, and more. Show your pastor you love and appreciate them for the hard work they do. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com to enter the Pastor Appreciation Rest and Relaxation Getaway Giveaway. If it's noon, it's Jay Seculo Live, only on the new FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit and faithtalkdetroit.com. Serving the body of Christ. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 15. Christian Teach Talk Radio is so important. Keep up to date with all things Faith Talk. Subscribe to our newsletter at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hi, this is Bob Lapine from Truth For Life with Alistair Begg, reminding you it's time to get back to church. WLQ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 